Welcome to Reality Roots with me, your host, Hillary. Welcome for a very special episode of Jerry Springer, our last in this series of Back to Back to Back, RIP Jerry Springer episode series for a while until I feel like coming back. It's not my last ever Jerry Springer for sure. As we come to the end of our four-week stretch of Jerry Springer, I reflect on how much I've enjoyed watching the old pre-spring break era Jerry Springer episodes. It's very fun to see Jerry's thought process or approach or attitude and how it changes over the years or how he's trying to fight the spring breakiness of everything of the audience and like kind of the I don't want to say freak show but like freak show (laughs) he kind of leans into that aspect of it even I mean we can even call it kind of like poverty porn I guess call it what you want (laughs) There's old Jerry Springer and there's new Jerry Springer. And I liked going back for the old ones. It was fun, is what I'm trying to say. Now, since this is the last of the series, I wanted to do something different. We're doing something different today, guys. So I hope you're into it. We'll see how it goes. The thing is, I always pretty much intended to talk about an episode that I remember from my childhood, which is really fucked up. I tried to kind of mm, time it in my head or like date it. I could not date like that, but like date, find a date for it, I guess. And I was like, oh. I think I started watching talk shows like end of grade four, early grade five, because I remember it was my friend's sister that showed them to me and they moved away when I was like at the end of grade four. So uh, it that's fucked up. (laughs) First of all, that's not good. As I'm like going through these episodes again, I'm like, that's that's pretty young to be even aware of most of this. I might have been traumatized by TV, but probably a lot of other people were, so it's fine. I'm doing fine, guys. (laughs) Now I have this podcast, so I'm actually doing pretty good. Anyway, so I have that marked in my head as like, okay, probably about grade four, maybe just anyway, around there, and I don't think I was really watching them maybe like grade eight I feel like grade eight it was like sort of ending maybe I was anyway I was also really sick when I was in grade six so I also kind of think it was around there anyway I I dated in my head as like 97 98 And it's an episode I feel like I could recap from memory, even though I literally have not seen it in like 25 years, because that's how my brain works, guys. Why did, why, why wouldn't it hold on to something like this? I mean, it was pretty fucked up, so I guess that's why. 
I looked it up because <laughs> I was like, part of me is always a bit nervous because I do have vivid, like a vivid memory of this episode. But since I haven't seen it in 25 years and I was so young, there's always part of me that's kind of scared to look and try to look it up because then I'm like, oh no, what if I'm not remembering it correctly? And this is like a core memory for me that could really, <laughs> that could really shake some things loose if it turns out that, you know, that core memory is nothingness. Or that it's just something I made up. Hmm. So I had a look for the episode that I was thinking of and I couldn't find it. But I did find a lot of information. So, And I did really want to talk about my core memory of this episode anyway. And I was like, you know, for this last of four series, this would be a good opportunity. And then I found, as I was looking, I found a different episode on a similar topic which was different, but I was like, you know what, we'll just mash these all together. So this is kind of going to end up being like three episodes, but not the full episode, just like the sections that are specific to what we're talking about. So first I'm going to talk about the original episode, (laughs) my core memory. I looked it up and I believe it was actually 1999, so it was pretty close. It was titled Extreme Sex Fetishes. And I found a description where someone was like, oh, I remember this episode of this guy, Jeff. And he, like, he, then this person described, like, a big part of the episode that I remember. And I was like, oh, oh, phew, (laughs) thank God. Like, I didn't just make that up because it was very specific, so... I knew that I knew right away that it was the same episode we were talking about. It is a guy, oh, I forget his name. Uh Jeff Levy. The most of the information, I guess after he was on Jerry Springer, Howard Stern picked him up. I don't know a lot about Howard Stern. I know pretty much enough to know that I don't really like Howard Stern. Like <laughs> he really has that jackass kind of quality about him where I'm like no I'm good that's a shitty thing of me to say I should look up someone before I put myself out there as saying that I dislike them but I don't feel like I need to I feel I feel comfortable saying I dislike Howard Stern and what he stands for based on the limited information that I have in hand if you think I'm wrong maybe tell me maybe don't I don't really care anyway he Jeff Levy. Uh, he was, it sounds like he was on Howard Stern f- at least a few times. And in 2001, he won a Femi. I think it's F-Emmy, like a fucking Emmy or something like that. It seems like something that Howard Stern distributed or awarded. I like to call it, I'm going to call it a Femi because <laughs> that's funnier. So from that, I kind of was diving. I found Jeff's website, but it's archived from GeoCities, last updated in 2009. So there is a link to like the archived GeoCities blog is up, but the links don't work. Um, And the video for the link to the, or sorry, the link to the video for this episode was broken, so I couldn't get it. But I'm really, really glad to know that this wasn't a fever dream. So what happened? I feel like I've already, how long is this? I've been talking for almost eight minutes and actually more than that because I had to redo the intro a bunch of times, which is embarrassing. But 
Anyway, I've been talking about this for eight minutes and I have yet to say, who is Jeff Levy? Why was this a core memory for me? Well, Jeff Levy came on because he had a he had a girlfriend and he had to reveal his secret fetish to his girlfriend. What was his fetish, you might ask? He liked puke. Well, he liked vomit. <laughs> Up chuck. <laughs> he just loved puke. I <laughs> What can you say? I remember him saying that as a child, like that this was really deep for him. I think this is interesting. I do, fetishes are interesting. And I want to preface this all by saying that I'm not trying to yuck your yum. Fetishes are fetishes. And it's great. But I don't, (laughs) some fetishes, I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that and I can feel like an internal struggle of being like well I shouldn't really judge someone else's fetish but also it's so fucking gross that like the judgment just flows (laughs) so I'll try to walk this line if you are out there and you are listening to this and you like getting puked on I don't know what to say (laughs) to you maybe skip this episode Maybe write me an email and maybe we can talk and you can enlighten me on why I shouldn't feel so grossed out and judgmental about this. But it makes me want to throw up is the problem in a way that no other fetish really does. I don't even know what, like, I guess, oh, I guess, guys, I don't know. Like, I know that there are people that are like, into scat I guess like Farrah Abrams is out there selling her shit so somebody's buying it I guess some people must be into it the puke seems weirder to me in a way that I'm not even sure why like (laughs) they're both gross I don't know maybe because the poop stuff is more in the area that I'm expecting it to be I have no idea I, I feel like as I'm talking and listening to myself as best I can and I feel like I sound unhinged but like I don't know what to do with all these feelings guys so you might have to just figure it out for me am I an asshole am I right I don't know you decide I mean you can always decide that anyway anyway so he gets into kind of an interesting like just fetishes generally I guess I'm interested of like what's the first sign or like how deep does it go like you know what I mean I I don't know I mean I feel like sometimes there's connections with things that are you kind of recognize like pre-puberty or that I've heard I mean I guess I'm going off myself but also a lot of other like accounts of weird fetishes I don't listen to it a lot but like when it comes up right it's like uh, sometimes it, sometimes people say, well, like I had a feeling before I hit puberty about this thing. And then once I hit puberty, it was like full on, but there's some kernel that gets planted before puberty, I guess. Who knows? I feel like we need more data, but it's an interesting thing to discuss to me, (laughs) I guess. So Jeff said he, that as a child, he threw up on the carpet Like he was, he got the flu and he threw up and his mom cleaned it, but he couldn't get the smell. She couldn't get the smell out 100%. 
feel that. <laughs> My kid puked a couple months ago and I feel like that is a really tough smell to get out of things. But she would constantly walk into the room and find him laying on the ground with his face in the pukey spot just for hours, just smelling it. Just loved smelling it. Loves the smell of puke. And this is kind of, I can't, again, I'm going from like a 25-year-old memory, but I, um, I don't think it was like, it didn't sound sexual at that point because it sounded like he was still a kid. He just... He just fucking loved that smell. <laughs> he just wouldn't stop. And his mom would get mad at him and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, stop that. And she'd like chase him away and try to clean it again. But the next day he'd be back smelling that puke puke smell. So now, and by now I mean 25 years ago in my memory, uh, Jeff is a grown up. And how does he spend his time? Well, he loiters around bars late at night, like super late. To try to find the super drunk chicks so he can follow them and see if they puke. And if they do puke, he collects it in a garbage bag for his spank bank. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, this is weird. I'm just like, this is, like I said, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but this is very deviant behavior. This isn't like, I don't know, a normal fetish. <laughs> it's like really creepy creepy behavior uh we find out that the spank bank is itself a problem because he's keeping all of these garbage bags like I remember and this was what the other person had said too that they remember is like a freezer stuffed full of black garbage bags I I vaguely remember like like the person who owned the freezer was involved in this they were pissed because I don't think they knew what he was storing in there and then it became really full like there was some kind of problem where it was like over full and then they looked at it and they were like what is this get it out and he was like no my stuff like because I remember they were like I feel like there was some kind of kerfuffle like they were trying to throw it out like they were like what is this throw it out and he was like no and he like opened one or one of them opened and he was like oh like he said he could remember like just based on the smell I can't they might have been labeled too but he can remember based on the smell like the woman and occasion that he collected it in vivid detail which is a weird superpower I don't want that ability for myself Jeff on the show had a girlfriend who doesn't I can't even remember this too because I feel like there was at least a third or fourth person on the stage I guess if the freezer owner was there but I feel like there was another woman who was like this is gross don't do it or something like that and then he had a girlfriend who didn't fully know what was up like I feel like she they'd been dating for a few months or something and So they bring her on stage and he explains it to her. Like, he's like, I like getting puked on. Like, a lot, a lot like it. And I want you to be in on this too. And I feel like it was real because I feel like I remember her reaction kind of being like, oh, uh, okay. Like, I wouldn't even want to get engaged to on like a public forum I can't imagine someone telling me something like this you've like okay never thought about that before mm, I have to digest that for a second 
Um, so she's like hesitant, but she's like, okay, I guess, like, I don't know. And, and then he explains to her about what Ipecac is, which I always knew because of Anna Green Gables. If anybody else read or watched or, uh, I don't know how else you'd interact with that property, but if you're aware of Anna Green Gables, and you have a really weird memory like mine, you will remember that uh, Diana's sister gets sick and Anne comes and saves the day by giving her Ipecac, which is, what do they call it? I want to call it an expectorant, but I feel like that's to make you stop coughing. It's to make you puke. Ipecac like induces vomiting, right? Like it just makes you puke. Uh, so good for Anne of Green Gables from little sister uh who what does she have like croup do we is croup even a thing anymore I don't know I'm not a doctor (laughs) I should learn more but anyway she's all like she's got a lot of phlegm or it's like something like that and it's like she can't breathe so Anne gives her Ipecac so she like throws up the phlegm not a doctor (laughs) so Jeff Tells her about Ipecac, like his, not Anne, (laughs) his girlfriend tells her about Ipecac and asks her to try it for him. And she's like, I guess. And she takes it. And this is another like vivid, vivid core memory for me is like, she takes it. And then once it hits her, she's like, oh, fuck God. Like She like runs to the bathroom and starts puking her guts up. I... I've not taken Ipecac. I have had food poisoning, like a pretty intense food poisoning, which is what I imagined it would be like, where I felt like my body was trying to like scrape out my upper intestines and pull everything up through, like back up through my stomach and out of my mouth. That was very intense. And I feel like that is what she's having. happen and she's like I don't like this so Jeff like runs after her because this is his yum like he's like oh my god don't throw up without me (laughs) I want to see it and she's like now that it's hit her she's like oh god like I don't want any part of this and she's trying to shut the bathroom door on him so she can puke in the bathroom by herself like a normal person. And he's like, no, don't shut me out. This is what I wanted. And she's like, this is fucking horrible. There's no way I'm ever doing this again with you or anything with you. It's so, so gross. You're so gross. And then I guess they broke up and he went on Howard Stern and became Jeff the puke guy. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to. <laughs> was the main reason uh it looked like there were a couple prank phone calls that he did with Howard Stern one of them was like a bulimia hotline that seems very problematic my three main problems I I even looked for Jeff Levy on Facebook but I had no details of like where he lives and Jeff Levy is kind of a common enough name where you know, there were a few of them. And I'm if that's you, I'm sorry. Because that's shitty to have the same name as Jeff the Puke Guy. Three main problems that I have. Just to, just to summarize again, not trying to like shit on anyone's fetish. If you're happy and you're not hurting anyone, I guess that's good. But uh, stalking women, 
stalking, sorry, stalking specifically the drunkest women you can find. Don't love that. The spank bank storage issue. Uh, I mean, buy your own freezer. Don't use your friend's freezer for puke or I don't, maybe it was his mom. Just don't. Just if you're gonna store puke garbage bags in a freezer, buy your own fucking freezer. Is that a sentence that just came out of my goddamn mouth? Like I, <laughs> that's why I really held on to this for a while because it's just it's like so ridiculous that you're like, what do you even say? Um, use of ipecac for sexual gratification. I don't love that either. I. <laughs> I feel like you would actually have, if she had been like, oh yeah, okay, I love you so much, I'll do anything including making myself puke all the time for you with Ipecac, I just don't think it's good for your body. Like, I don't, I mean, all the same problem, bulimia has problems too, right? Like your teeth rot out and you get all this like acid wear issues in your throat and your mouth. It's not good. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. Honestly, I thought that was going to take me longer to talk about it. Now I'm like a little bit concerned that I'm not going to have enough. But I did take a lot of notes. So I guess we'll see. So next, while I was looking for Jeff Levy, and I'm going to be honest, this is what I did. I went to YouTube, Jerry Springer vomit. <laughs> full episode (laughs) didn't help well it got me these it got me these two like clips like I said they're just clips that focus on one person but they were there they were tagged it's because this person wants to be found maybe since 2009 Jeff Levy doesn't want to be Jeff the puke guy anymore but again if it was from his childhood like I I think if you're Jeff the puke guy when you're seven I think you're gonna be Jeff the puke guy forever I mean, where do you go (laughs) from there? Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if you can, I feel like fetishes like that are, as much as I am judgmental, I do feel like it is something at that point that's probably why, like some, some wires got crossed in his brain and I don't know how we uncross them once they get fused like that. We have next someone who is loud and proud puke guy Lance Ozenix I bet that's a fake name maybe not Lance but I his his last name was like I don't know that's too cute by half if you're you're a goth and your last name that you're putting out there is Ozenix Ozenix that's fake (laughs) so Lance the the clips of himself that are on YouTube are posted by him. He is very clearly thirsty for attention. I don't I am doing a podcast sort of half on him, but I don't want to give him attention. He's just way too thirsty. I really dislike as much as I I am uh, like as much as I have a podcast. And obviously there's some bit of like I don't know. I guess attention liking that goes into that I really dislike people who demand your attention in a thirsty way like this like I don't know I've always kind of there's there's like a pretension that goes in it there's like a um dramaticism dramaticism (laughs) 
I don't know. There's an element of like theater to Lance. I don't like him. And I will not be talking about him ever again going forward. And I tried to look at it as little as possible because I just didn't even want to give him the amount of attention that I already knew I was going to. So there's a clip. I guess he was on, Lance was on Jerry Springer twice. Once pre-spring break era and once into the spring break era. Like each, we see the first one, it's like old set, old theme, all that stuff. And then the second time he's on, it is like the new. Is that the song? <laughs> I think that might have been Edgar Winter. But it's, I'm sure that that's close to the Jerry Spring. I was so excited. I felt like really prepared to do this podcast. And now I feel like a crazy person. I'm so sorry. Anyway. So the first appearance, Lance's first appearance on Jerry Springer, which is on the old Jerry Springer set. The title is I'm Dumping My Lover. I don't think I've seen a Jerry Springer episode title that didn't have an exclamation mark. Most of these shows do that. So this is the first story of that episode. So Jerry kind of sets it up and he's talking about people that recently discovered something startling about their lover and they're here to confront their partners and find out whether their astonishing revelations will end their relationships. And then the audience boos for some reason. And Jerry's like, oh, I know what you mean. First up. It's me, Jessica. (laughs) First up, it's Jessica. Jerry makes a double entendre that we don't, I mean, we do, but the audience wouldn't, I guess, understand about her being sick to her stomach when she learned about her boyfriend's fetish. Throws it to Jessica and Jessica. Jessica loves the word basically. If you hear that she's saying that a lot, it's because she said it a lot. (laughs) She's one of those people. I had a professor in university that said basically a lot. My friend counted one time and it was like, I think it was a 50 minute class. And I think he said it like 68 times or something like that. It was more than once per minute where he's like, basically it's like this. And then basically this is like this. Basically it's all, it was one of those words that my friend, he, I think some teacher had told him like, it's kind of a dumb like filler word to use because it doesn't really give you any extra information like it's just an extra way to set up what you're about to say uh anyway so he counted but Jessica was one of those I did notice she said basically a lot basically we we were in the middle of having sex and he started puking all over me (laughs) there's a big audience reaction to that Jessica says I was so disgusted and I freaked out Jerry clarifies like he's like oh so he's not just like it wasn't like oh he was just sick right like this is like his fetish and jerry makes a little dad joke too he's like oh i've had women throw up at the sight of me but it's not because they find it exciting (laughs) jerry you're so funny jessica says for him it's a turn on but not for me totally out of the blue jerry says Normally, you would say this is really sick, but obviously. <laughs> ah, so he can he can throw up at will? <laughs> Just, Jessica's like, yes. And Jerry's like, well, what did he say after? And Jessica's like, 
I freaked out. I started screaming. I jumped out of bed and he started apologizing. He said he didn't think that I would react that way. He thought that I would be into it just as much as he is. Uh, no, Lance, no. Like, why would you think that? Like, you... Again, I understand. Like, if your wires got cr- crossed, Lance, I have an amount, maybe a small amount of empathy for you. But don't expect that other people are into it. That is a crazy thing. Like, that is... I don't know if... Is that a narcissistic thing? Like, I... I would never assume that other people are into what I'm into. Or, like... That sounds weird. It makes it sound like I'm into... I'm not not into weird shit like this. Definitely. But, like, whatever I am into, I never, ever assume that other people are also into it. If anything, I actually would assume the opposite. (laughs) So... I don't I don't know what game you were trying to play there, Lance. Maybe he was trying to gaslight her. I don't know. Jerry's like into it. And you wanna stay with this guy? Jessica's like, well, I love him. Jerry's like, you love him? She's like, well, we've been through so much. And Jerry's like, work at a daycare center if you can you you can just pick that stuff up all day for money. <laughs> Cheers. Jerry seems really honest, really taken aback. And again, Jerry is Jerry is not the one to be super judgmental, I would say, about this kind of stuff. Maybe I think he is on the inside, but in terms of what he's presenting and how he's presenting things, he's not a judgment. I wouldn't say he's a judgmental person. But he's like really <laughs> he's he's how we all would be. He's like, I confess, I think I know a lot what goes on in the world. I've never heard of this. And he's telling you this is a fetish. (laughs) She's like, yeah, and he enjoys it, like, beyond. (laughs) Jerry asks if he's done this again, like, with her. Jess says no. And Jerry's like, well, have you had sex with him again after that? And Jess is like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Jerry's like, were you worried? Do you ever have sex after a big lunch? Jerry really doesn't give a fuck about offending these people. I think that's why he's being so funny. Jess, I I just call her Jess. We're like friends now. We're, you know, close friends. I call her Jess. Jessica says, I I constantly am afraid that he's just going to hurl on me at any moment. That's a fear of mine now. (laughs) What the fuck? Jerry's like, wow. Oh, the the romance of it all. Jessica's like an awkward laugh. She's like, huh, the romance is good. It's not really like a romantic relationship. We just get along so well and we do a lot together. And Jerry's like, I gotta meet this guy. I'm sorry. Here's Lance. And Lance, (laughs) I just, I want to throw up as soon as I say his name and picture him in my head. Lance struts onto stage like a super weirdo jackass. He has this like long flowing hair. He's got an ugly face too, to be honest. Like he, I don't know. There's no amount of like styling that is really going to salvage his face situation. It's kind of piggish. He's got like a necklace and a black button up shirt with the top couple buttons undone. And like his sleeve buttons are undone so you can see up his arm. 
and he's got this gross gross facial hair it's it's like a goatee but like the shittiest form of a goatee he kind of looks like he should be one of job's magician friends or ex-friends from arrested development he looks like the shittiest type of magician that you could conjure up in your head (laughs) he just looks gross and I want to say too I went to school for engineering I was in the thick of engineering so I know my way around some nerds and I gotta say I this would be the guy that if if I'm like a whole group of my nerd friends and we were (laughs) planning a night we'd be like hmm Maybe we don't invite Lance. <laughs> I feel like he would even be excluded from that group because he's just, he looks not good. Like, he looks weird. And then it's like, it's not just what he looks like. It's how he walks. I hate how he walks. Like He walks with each shoulder, each shoulder sways all the way back every time he takes a step. Like he is... Sorry, like he's, I want to say like he's Mae West. Like each shoulder does a full like (laughs) backwards sway every time he steps. He's got his arms out by his sides with his palms sort of like out. And when he sits down, he has the permanent like slack wrist T-Rex arms. Like he's holding his arms up, wrists totally slack. Which I know gets kind of like a gay affect sort of stereotype but it just it it didn't really he never I never at any point thought that Lance was gay I just I I don't know I don't know what to say about that it was notable Jerry's like okay Lance you feeling okay he's like yeah it's like good good you gotta admit this is uh sick pathetic uh what are you doing (laughs) really like Jerry did make me laugh in this. He Lance explains to everyone that he's a reflexophile. And yes, he can vomit at will. And Jerry's like, I'll take your word for it. Mm, spoiler alert, he it's not he doesn't have to. Lance explains further he's like yeah I've been doing it since I was young you know little kid you know professionally and you know personally Jerry's like what do you mean professionally (laughs) people pay you to do this and Lance says well I'm in a band schizo so I do that on stage (laughs) it's like I see you Lance I see you and I don't like you like I I hate all of this. You are an attention whore that will debase yourself to puke on stage for attention because you think it makes you cool and it doesn't make you cool at all. I'm sorry to say. I'm not sorry to say. It's gross. Jerry jokes. He's like, oh, schizo. Oh, I got all their albums. <laughs> okay. And also, sorry, the YouTube videos that I watched that were again posted by Lance had like the band and like schizo at the end so I think all of this like him going on the show all of this posting it on YouTube he's just thirsty what a loser Jerry's like good lord why did you think for a second without talking to her that she would like this 
Lance is like, oh, you should have seen her reaction. I didn't know. This is the first time I've tried it with her, you see. And Jerry's like, well, don't you think this is something maybe you ought to talk about beforehand? Lance is like, the intensity was there. I don't know what that means. Like, again, don't assume that. Like, this is, now we're into a question of consent, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, you're my boyfriend and we're having sex and I'm consenting to that, but I'm not consenting to getting puked on. Like, you you gotta, we gotta talk about that beforehand. That is not, that is deviant behavior, (laughs) if nothing else. Good or bad, it's deviant, and we you can't just assume people are going to be into it. Jessica, I'll try to not say that a thousand times <laughs> as I go through this, but for real. Jessica says, well, he did try to bring it up once, and I thought he was totally joking. And Jerry makes like a, bring what up? Oh, the subject. I would never say that to him on like a bringing things up kind of joke. There's a lot of jokes here. I guess Jerry's like, so he tried to raise the issue with you once. And he said, honey, you know what really turns me on is throwing up on you. <laughs> Jessica's like, well, during sex, basically he like brought it up and I thought he was joking and I blew it off. And Jerry's like, and the next thing you know, you were wiping it off. <laughs> Zing. Lance tries to sell this like it's normal. Now we're getting into the weird. What is that like pedophile organization or like Namba? Is Namba a real thing or is that just something that South Park made up to make fun of something real? Uh, Nambla. Nambla. Gross. Anyway, now we're getting on to, we're getting into Nambla territory where Lance tries to normalize this fetish, which I, I guess you have to do, but like... No, I'm not buying this. He's like, this is nothing new. The vomitoriums have been going on since like the 14th, 13th century Roman Greek era. Jessica's like, um, it's 1999. It's not the 14th century. And I call bullshit on that too. Like Jerry even asks a follow-up question about these vomitoriums. And Lance says, yeah, like people have orgies in the vomitoriums. And Jerry says, No. <laughs> turns around and walks into the audience Lance is like it's a beautiful thing and I was like I no like no how taboo is what you're doing that nobody wants to talk about it or like vomitorium I doubt it I should have looked it up I don't want to because I don't believe it's a real thing I'll decide maybe I'll look it up maybe I won't we'll see Jerry's like, Ugh, what do you want to say to her? Lance is like, hey, I want to give it a try one more time now that you know. And Jess is like, ugh, have you not? She literally gives a, ugh, have you not even been listening to anything that I've said to you? Lance says, I'm just saying give it one more try. Jessica's like, Lance, I can't even believe you'd ask me that again. I told you, it makes me so uncomfortable. It grosses me out. And Lance says... And this too, I was, I, Lance, I think you just want attention. I feel like this, I, this episode was the first time I really started to consider like how much is fake and how much is put on because there were points where it seemed fake and put on and we'll get to where we double down on that later, but I suspect 
that he did date Jessica. Like, I suspect Jessica's a real person. And I suspect she dated Lance, but I think Lance knew that she wouldn't be into it and kind of set this up to go on the show so as to promote his band. Maybe Jessica's in on it. I'm not sure. Like, because she did seem pretty genuinely grossed out. I don't know. Maybe she did it as a favor for him, (laughs) like something just to get on the show, but... Um, anyway, so Lance gets into now, like, well, if she's giving me a choice and I, Jess is like, she cuts him off. She's like, look, barf boy, you obviously need to go find some other sick person out there that's just like you and go have your little fun because it's not going to be me. And Jerry's like, she's telling you she won't take it. And Jess is like, ever. Lance is like, well, then maybe I have found somebody else. Where this is where I was like, "Mm, are you fake, Lance? Like, I feel like that's fake. I don't know. Commercial. Jerry, welcome back. I gotta tell you, this is about as strange as we've had in eight years. But I'll explain it. It's your life. You're entitled to do what you want to do, I guess. Here's Lance and Jessica. They've been together about a year, and they have an intimate relationship. One night, when they're making love, all of a sudden... Lance throws up on Jessica, not because he was sick or because he didn't love her. It's a fetish for him. (laughs) Lance is like a primitive fetish. And Jerry's like, yeah, okay. And he goes on. And she, of course, is disgusted. And he says he enjoys doing this. And she says never again. Lance is like, I want to give it a try again. And Jess is like, no. (laughs) Jerry's like, "So, so you found another woman that you throw up on. And Lance is like, yeah, and she loves it. Where, like, Jessica's like, so you're fucking someone else then. Like, beyond the issue of this god-awful fetish that is so gross that Jessica's not into. And the fact that, like, that is, I don't know if we want to call it, like, a like a sexual assault that he threw up on her without consent. But it's got to be halfway there, at least. So not, on, like, the, not only all of that, but also he's cheating on her. Okay. Jess is like, how could you do this to me, Lance? I love you. I would almost do anything for you. (laughs) Jerry's like, well, almost. And Jess is like, well, not this. This is sick. And Lance is like, this is fantasy fulfillment. Okay, Lance. Jessica says, there are millions of other fantasies that you could have. Jerry's like, why can't you just throw up on a blow-up doll? (laughs) Jess is like, thank you, Jerry. And there's a big audience cheer and a Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. But Jerry, I don't even... I don't know if that's good advice. I don't I don't pretend to understand this particular fetish, but I feel like typically blow-up dolls aren't really going to do it. <laughs> anyway, maybe. Maybe the fetish is blow-up dolls, and then you're great. You're set. <laughs> but I don't know if it's doing it for the rest of us. Jerry says, so let's meet this other woman. You're cheating on her with this other woman, and you say you throw up on this other woman, and she likes it. And that's gross. Here comes Octavia. Octavia is 100% a stripper. (laughs) Again, this is where I was like, are you a real person, Octavia? Nobody has outfits like this, okay? She's got on this weird, like, it's, it's all leather. It's like leather pants and then kind of a crop top 
low cut situation bra maybe halter <laughs> it's a lot of leather she just she looks a lot like a stripper and we see lance Ugh, i hate lance he does this dumb fuck ozzy osbourne crazy eyes look with his stupid looking tongue out and Jessica's like, because nobody knows what's about to happen. Jessica's like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then we cut back to Lance and Octavia, and he has thrown up green slime all over her and the stage. It's on the stage. Everyone is horrified. The audience is horrified. Jessica's horrified. Jerry's horrified. Nobody's having fun right now. Octavia is like wiping her face. She like, there's this weird moment where she like got some, cause it is like a halter, like low V situation. So like she kind of is like wiping it off and then she like has to like, she has to like fish some out of her bra. Like, you know, when you like, I mean, if you wear a bra, then like you'll know if you drop crumbs or something, you're like, oh no, you're like, get that out there. It was that, but it was his gross green puke. But they have some nice fluffy looking towels to clean up with. Not matching towels. I feel like, you know, guys, you knew that this was going to happen. Production on Jerry Springer. You could have gotten matching towels, I think. Anyway, I bet it smells horrible in there. I Jessica is like, now do you see what I'm talking about? That's disgusting. How degrading is that? Jessica, we fucking knew without having to see it, okay? We all, we all understood the degree of disgustingness and degradation that was involved without watching it personally. Jerry's like, I can't believe, first of all, why are you even thinking of staying with him? Jessica flips it. I guess she's like to Octavia. She's like, what kind of woman are you? Have a good life, skank. (laughs) Octavia is like trying to trash talk, but how do you even? Like, you're not coming from a position of power right now, Octavia. You have puke on you voluntarily. Octavia says Lance is the first. Like, because Jerry's like, so are you into this? Like, what's happening? She's like, no, Lance is the first and only person to have ever thrown up on me. And then she says it's nasty with someone else, but that his tastes good. They are like, I don't know, they are kind of smiling at each other in a way that would be cute in love if they weren't both disgusting human beings. Octavia goes on, she's like, I don't even usually date guys, but Lance is so great in bed that I will be with him. Guys, Lance does not look like he's good in bed. He looks like he's poor like terrible in bed he looks like he's the worst and I again I feel confident he is because he'd puke on you like how do you how does it get worse than that Octavia says she's not a slut like she doesn't sleep with a lot of guys but uh I don't know and then Jerry's like so normally you don't date guys Octavia's like correct and Jerry's like do women throw up on you she's like no only Lance Jess is like arguing with the situation like she's like she's like uh you're leaving me for her and it's like Lance is like well you just told me and Jerry's like what are you doing he's not gonna stop throwing up and then that part of the clip like cut I guess it probably went to commercial we got some audience questions somebody asks what is the green stuff that he throws up Jerry suggests maybe it's pea soup. 
and then Lance isn't talking, so Jerry's like, I was I was just making a joke. You can you can answer, I guess, if if we wanna know. Uh and Lance is just like, Oh yeah, pea soup. That sounds good. Was it pea soup though? Like I don't know I it his answer made me think it wasn't. It was green, like it was a real slime. You remember the show Uh oh? It kind of looked like green slime from Uh-Oh. But it did come out of his body. You'd have to prep for it, I guess, right? Like, you... Ugh, I don't want to think about it. I feel like I've already spent too much time on this in my own brain. Another audience member... <laughs> I just like the... This is how I would be if I was an audience member. She's like, I have two questions. Actually, I have a question and a statement. It's like, you don't have to say either. Those two sentences were for nothing. Like, you could just ask your question. She says, to Barf Boy over there, do you lick it up when you're done? And Lance is like, doesn't react for half a second. Then he, he's like, has this look come on his face like, did we just become best friends? Like, what kind of a question is that? He's like, well, why don't you come up and we'll try it. I wish I knew what her statement was. And then that episode is over. So there's a second clip, which is from Lance's second appearance on Jerry Springer. Where again, this is like, I I have a feeling a lot of like the fakeness. I can remember, I haven't actually gone back, I don't think, and recapped one of like, oh, maybe I did one. But for the most part, I have not been recapping like the second gen Jerry Springer episodes with the, you know what I mean? (laughs) the Edgar Winter music so maybe that's where things got a bit faker and that's why I'm not seeing as much of like the fakeness show through but this did lead to a lot of questions because this is the second time that Lance has been on this show this one is called Bizarre Love Stories and Jerry is trying a Maury thing I guess he's got like a blazer with um, a non-button shirt under it. No buttons. Kind of like a sweater with a blazer on top. It was like a colorful blazer. I think it was like blue. So Lance is back, but Jerry's not interacting with him like they've met before. Like he's asking some basic setup questions. This time, to be fair, he, he I don't hear him say on the second one. I was worried, but I he doesn't say like, oh, I've never heard of this before. Like he... Obviously has, because we saw him see it, so he has heard of it before. But he doesn't kind of play into that. He's just like, a reflexophile? What is that? Like, asking like he doesn't know, but he's also not putting it in his own... Remember, the first episode, there was a lot of like, I've never heard of this before. Lance, in whatever amount of time has passed, I don't know, the other one was, what, 1999? So this must be into the early 2000s, I think. He looks older. He looks fatter. He looks greasier. He lost the facial hair. He looks worse than before somehow. (laughs) And also, this was true before as well, but it didn't... Once he lost the facial hair, it became more obvious. He has a really, like, aggressive eyebrows. Like, triangular, angry line eyebrows. Lance tells everyone that he enjoys vomiting on his lovers during sex. I do want to point out (laughs) the difference, I guess, between Lance of schizo and Jeff the puke guy that I I wonder what that says about them that Lance enjoys vomiting on other people and it sounded like Jeff 
liked getting puked on. I wonder if they'd be friends. I wonder if it's a power control thing. Like, I wonder if it is a degradation thing. Kind of getting into, like, S&M. <laughs> just came up with a whole lot of questions that I'm really not going to answer. Sorry. Uh... The audience is about to riot. Like Lance really just says that. He's like, I enjoy vomiting on my lovers during sex. And the audience almost fucking trashes the place. They're like, no, what? Like, again, fully spring break circus mode. Cherry asks him if he sought psychiatric help. Lance is here to tell his girlfriend if she's not into it, then they're done. Then we bring out Darla, the girlfriend. And Darla looks like a nice lady. Again, I don't know... I really start to suspect once we watch the same storyline play out with the same person twice, I really question how true it is. And again, Lance is obviously so desperate for attention that I I don't know. How do you end up in the same situation twice, Lance? Just just find a way to be normal. Like I'm sure you can incorporate this somehow into your sex life without being so fucking weird about it. Lance, Lance has a girlfriend, Darla. Darla looks like a nice lady. She very cutely almost like picks the wrong chair. She goes to sit down on one side and they're like, no. And she's like, oh, oh." so she like sits on the other side. Jerry says he understands her dilemma. I don't, I guess. I guess it sounds like he did it the first time they had sex. Remember the other girl, Jessica, Jessica was with him for like a year and then he tried it. But this time he tried it on the first one, I guess. And she just gave him a hard nope. Like She was like, nope, nope, nope. Like She was like, at first I thought he was sick. And then when I found out what it was, I was like, no. It's gross. Uh, Jerry asks, she's like, well, did you sleep with him again after? And she's like, hell no. It's fucking weird. Lance says, well, this is her last chance to be with him. And Darla's like, my last chance you know what you need to get right dude <laughs> it was it was very genuine how she said it lance tells lance tells us that there's nothing sick about it and he says to darley he's like you know if you would just get past the regurg- the regurgitation part it was like collective what the fuck from everyone it was like get past the regurgitation part that's the part what other part is there? That's the only part. Like, what other part? Get past the regurgitation part into what? The covered in vomit part? That's not better. The regurgitation part actually seems more normal than the, like, as far as fetishes go, than the puke part. Like, you know, if if you understand what I mean. Like, that. The. Uh, I don't know what to say. Lance is, like, trying to talk her into trying it one more time. And Darla's like, no, this is not a sexual thing for me. Lance is like, ugh, even what, ugh, even his words are gross. He's like, well, if you won't comply for my needs, then I have found somebody who, and it was like, Octavia? (laughs) Is it Octavia again? How many women are there out there that's, like, that are going to be okay with this? No, it's not Octavia. It is the frumpiest, dumpiest lady I have ever seen in my life. She looks like she just wandered out of a Walmart somewhere. 
Like, she's not dressed. She is, she's larger. She doesn't look like she knows her way around a makeup brush, and I don't think she's wearing any makeup. Her hair is, like, greasy and pulled back in a ponytail. She is, yeah, she's Walmart customer realness, and we don't even really understand her name. Like, Jerry's like, oh, is it Nietzsche? <laughs> but then she said, but then we can't really make her out. I feel like maybe it's spelled like nice like n-i-c-e because then he's like well it's nice to meet you <laughs> it's like a joke but we can't see the we didn't show us in spelling the name so i don't know if that joke really landed i i understood what i think he was going for but he's like well it's very nice to meet you what's wrong with you <laughs> surely you can't enjoy this and she's like yes i do and Nietzsche, I'm just going to call her Nietzsche because I don't know. Nietzsche says they've been together already. Like they've been actively having sex. So once again, he's cheating on his, I guess, girlfriend, Darla. Although honestly, it sounds like they've been pretty much broken up since he tried to puke on her. Nietzsche explains that she met him at a concert and he was on stage and she saw him do it to someone else and she liked it and she met him after the show and then he barfed on me, and I liked it. <laughs> okay. Good for you, I guess. That was kind of a question. I don't know how long Darla was with Lance, but I did sort of, like, a bit of a plot hole, I guess, in the first one, is that it's like, he's in this band, and he does it on stage. And Jessica had said that she was with him for a year. Did she not go to any of his concerts during that time? Or, like... I guess I guess she must have just thought it was like part of the show and not a sexual thing, but I just feel like you can't if you if you know that he does this on stage. I don't know if you can really be like, "Oh, Kel surprise." <laughs> like um but this also makes it way into the bedroom. Doesn't seem like it could come out of nowhere entirely. Anyway, and Jerry's like Jerry's had it <laughs> at this point. Jerry's had it in a way that makes me laugh harder than anything else that we've witnessed ever on Jerry Springer. He's like, what's the difference even what I ask? Okay, well, so what? Someone say something. This is stupid. <laughs> Literally like, verbatim. What's the difference what I ask? Okay, well, so what? Someone say something. This is stupid. <laughs> and not, not even in a joking way. Like, Lance now, I don't know, asks in a weird way because I, I don't feel like, I don't get the impression Lance really cares a lot about consent, but Lance now asks for Nietzsche's consent to do it to her now, and so I guess she says yes, she's kind of a lump, but he does the same, uh, the same dramatic, like crazy eye walk with like his arms out like he's Ozzy Osbourne or Dracula or something that's probably way cooler than him and he like comes up behind her and he's like whipping his hair back and forth <laughs> so performative and once again the camera cuts so we don't actually have to watch him puke but the audience is going fucking wild it looks like he then makes his way to the front of the stage and like pukes all over himself or maybe touches himself the camera didn't show us, which was, I was grateful for that. Everyone starts ch chanting, nasty, nasty, nasty. Now, Darla's kind of like laughing 
And it kind of makes me think it's fake. But again, I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know how you react <laughs> to any of this. It seems weird. She, she, if The thing is, I think in my head, I, I would just leave. Like, or I wouldn't have come in the first place. So that kind of makes me think it's fake. I don't know. We have a, I have more question marks on this episode than most Jerry Springer episodes as far as how real the guests are and how real they're being. But like, I, I guess I'll buy into it weirdos are gonna fucking weird i guess nietzsche when we do when we do see nietzsche again she is like covered like top of her head to her toes like maybe not all the way to her toes but he obviously puked like on the top of her head darla's like you guys are repulsive and lance says you don't even know what you're missing and darla's like i don't want to miss it you are totally repulsive and totally sick and then jerry's like well, this is ridiculous. And by the way, you look very nice, which I think was to Nietzsche. I think it was supposed to be a joke about how weird Nietzsche looked covered in fucking puke. And then it like cuts again, so we don't see the rest of the episode. There was, I get, I, I mean, it was about fetishes. There was some kind of like food fetish or something because there were other people on the stage. But anyway, as part of that, some guy from the audience calls him calls Lance nasty and Lance fronts like he's gonna fight the guy and then he pukes <laughs> like that's his attack I guess is puking and then one of the non-Steve bouncers like can't take it and has to leave the set to puke off stage. Jerry's like we've lost Jimmy <laughs> and we see Jimmy puking into a garbage can off stage. And then he comes back and everyone cheers and he looks like he's having not a good work day. <laughs> not a great day for Jimmy. And then that's over. That's all we see. And we shall never, ever, ever speak about this again. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. If you'd like to take extra special care of me in this podcast and you have a moment to rate and or review and or subscribe, that would be amazing more amazing than I could tell you and I would appreciate it and I do appreciate it if it's something you've already taken the time to do. If you would like to reach out to me, I have a profile on Facebook called Reality Roots Pod. You can connect with me on there or you can send me an email to realityrootspod at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys so don't hesitate to do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, as Jerry would say, even though I already said it. (laughs) Take care of yourselves and each other. Until next time. Okay, bye.